Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello and welcome to the Boardroom Bodies podcast. Today I am delighted to have as guest Sandra Garlic, MBE, who's joining me this evening to talk about the uh, business that she runs, which is Woman Who. She's the founder of the business. As I said, she's also an award winner, and I'm going to ask her in a moment all about how she founded the business, what it's like, what she does. My ulterior motive, of course, is I'm I want to get down to the nitty gritty of Sandra is an awards judge. So, what does a judge look for? And also, she's held events of awards, so wanting to find out all about that as well. So. Thank you for joining me, Sandra. Pleasure to have you here. So tell us about your business. Okay, well, thank you for having me here, Jackie. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I founded Woman Who. I call it my accidental business because I was sort of doing mentoring and business advising. I'm a former solicitor, decided, big believer, if you get out of bed in the morning, don't like what you're doing, change it. Um, But I was sort of milling around not knowing what I was doing not happy, not content with what I was doing, and slipped on the only day it snowed in January that year, uh, 2016, and broke my ankle. And it forced me to sit back, stop and reflect. And out of that was born Woman Who, an idea that I conceived 10 years earlier and put in my ideas book, a domain name, but didn't do anything with it. Right. I've got some time now. I know what, I'll run an awards event. Big believer in 90 days, do things in 90 days. It's a short enough period to see a result, not too long to get bored. Yeah. So I I decided to set up everything from a website, entry criteria, judges, the whole lot, and ran my first awards on crutches exactly 90 days later. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a one-off event, as a lot of things with Woman Who, it's a one-off event. And so many people came to me. And the reason I set up those awards, and we'll talk probably about a bit, was because it was out of what I'd always not enjoyed about going to awards. So I wanted to make them special. And then people came up to me, including the Federation of Small Businesses, and said, we want to be a part of this. This is different. It's unique. We love the format. We love how you're doing it. Please do another one. Mm. So. I'm just going into my eighth year, basically. And then from the awards, I became part of the Woman in Enterprise Task Force for the Federation of Small Businesses. They said, go back to your regions, set up networks. We want women. We had done a report at the time about women in business and how they there were barriers to business. And one of those barriers was confidence. Yes. And they said, we want to improve the confidence of women so they feel empowered, so they feel inspired. We want to create role models in your regions. And subsequently, Alison Rose published the Rose Review, which said exactly the same. And I was already doing it. So from Mm. that, my online network, sorry, a network, which subsequently went online. um, And then from that, I published my first book. 
And then I've got a series of books called I Am A Woman Who, and they were derived from the stories that people shared at my events, inspiration business, sharing their stories. And then from that, obviously, we had the pandemic, and Mm -hmm. it was my opportunity to rethink things again. You broken bones later, because I'm... I'm (laughs) clumsy and I launched the online network then and the online academy as well so the woman yes. who academy is still going now that, that's carried on I published more books and launched a podcast and I'm working on new things as well so it's a business that is evolved um it's a large community of women in business but men are not excluded in fact I have my first male category this year at my awards and it's something I enjoy doing. I get yeah. a lot of fun from it. I get a lot of satisfaction. I, I love to see the growth in the women. I talk about woman who, and the whole point of the business is it's a journey. I take women in business on a journey and mm-hmm. create women in business role models to inspire others. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it sounds brilliant. I mean, the the whole women agenda thing, obviously we're we're very aware of because I mean years ago I've known you a long time really absolutely yeah um we were both involved with Achievers Academy for Women with the amazing Joe Cameron that was must be 10 maybe a bit longer now the women's agenda is still going it's still an issue isn't it yeah I mean the most recent there are still barriers you know women there are traditionally go for finance mm. because they think they tend to ask family first or go to their credit cards or you know ask friends to invest they don't tend to they haven't got the confidence to go out and seek that investment mm-hmm. or you yeah. you know they they think traditionally about going to the bank and asking for for you know money from banks where there's angel investors now there's all these different types of investment mm. and women are are always cautious we're more you know, we think of the risks, we're, we're very balanced, very level. I say we because I think yeah. I am as well sometimes. And you think, oh, I can't do that. And, you know, we've, we're constantly underplaying our achievements. So yes. woman has always been about, you know, you've you've always achieved things, but you, you don't know until you go looking for them. And when you find those things you've achieved and woman who helps with that, celebrate mm-hmm. them, recognise, you know, give yourself a pat on the back shout mm. about your successes and it, it sort of evolved into a visibility platform because I believe that you know you can't be what you can't see mm. so if you see someone doing something who's a bit like mm. you or you hear something in their story and you think that's me then mm. you are achievable to do what they're doing so mm. it's about creating these people who share their stories yeah and I always think that women if you are successful in any way and you run a business, then it's almost a responsibility to be visible because we're the role models for perhaps younger women and girls. And if they can't see us, how are they going to, you know, feel inspired to to do something out of their comfort zone? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, the, the merch just hears something. You know, we've gone through this whole you know, young people have to stay at school. They have to stay in educational training. Mm-hmm. I'm 18 now. You know, I left school as soon as I could. There's other ways than going to university. Yes, I went to university later after I'd had my children. But you don't have to go to university. You know, you can, you can be a, a person in business at any age. You don't have yeah. to wait until you're a certain, a certain age mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. 
yeah yeah so tell me about the books that you've published well initially it was it came from an event so I held events on International Women's Day every year mm-hmm. and I was holding a, an event it was a particularly big event we, we had an audience of over 100 at a local hotel in their marquee and somebody came up it was actually my designers that came up to me at the end and she'd brought her team with her and this young girl said oh my gosh I wish I could bottle that I wish it could be captured I wish we could write it down so we can read it again and again to be inspired I said well I've always thought about doing a book and they said let us help you Mm. and so it became a project and what we did was we gathered all the women that shared stories over that last year and said write your story down. It's a chapter in the book. And we have this compilation of inspirational stories. So I published the first one as a one-off, as you do. Mm. And then people said, oh, I want to be in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I published yeah. that I published two during lockdown, which was a challenge. Yeah. And I I am going to publish the fifth one. That that's in 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 progress at the moment. But yeah, it's it's been you know, I've got four books full of inspirational stories from women in business. Shared warts and all stories, the challenges, how they've overcome them. Yeah, yeah. And I I find as well, I was on a a Zoom earlier on in a a networking event and one of the ladies was talking about uh, the fact that we have challenges when we start our businesses, but actually those challenges, quite often the personal things that cause us to feel the need to step back or whatever. And I think that knowledge that even though you have those challenges, you will come through. Exactly. And I think I'm very much open and transparent. I know a lot of these people go on social media and their life looks rosy and it looks beautiful. <laughs> oh, God, everything goes right for her. But I share once and all, big believer in that. Yeah. And I had a very yeah. challenging year last year, almost to burnout. Because women take on the caring responsibilities and I was caring for my elderly mother Mm. full time as well as working, running a business. And, you know, it does take it out of you, but you you soldier on, you keep going and there reaches a point where you break another bone in my case. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we we do take on those roles and it's not, and I say to people, you can have it all. You just can't have it all at once, you know, and Mm. sometimes, focus on just one thing at a time yes yeah yeah okay so brilliant and and the book sounds great <laughs> and the fifth one on its way so what about the podcast then so you started podcasts the podcast again started during pandemic lockdown mm-hmm. and because I launched the academy I wanted to give benefits to the members of the academy and I said okay well you can feature on a podcast mm-hmm. as a member benefit and I did them weekly for a year and then more recently I've dropped that down slightly and I'm doing them fortnightly but we're launching something new on the podcast soon as well so I'll be interviewing some slightly different people slightly longer podcasts my podcasts are very short they're only 10 to 12 minutes long because they are a coffee break podcast or driving the kids up from school or Mm. nip into the shops to do your shopping you can listen to them in the car that they're they're quick yeah 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 and so so the uh, same chat that produces yours does mine as well all right yes yeah so that's brilliant so awards then so I know that you've put on events which have been tremendously successful but you're also an award winner so I, am. I am I am <laughs> 
I think if I take a step back and I look at when I had my solicitor's practice and we used to enter awards, local awards and, and industry awards. And, you know, we used to do quite well. We used to get to finalists and mm. we used to do all that preparation for the awards, be, you know, have to book our table of 10 or whatever it was, get all dressed up yeah. for a whole <laughs> evening. And then they'd win, ring out, read out the winner. And sometimes we won, sometimes we didn't, but times when we didn't we just sat there the winner goes up on stage the winner might say a few words all the photographs certificate trophy and off they go and then somebody would sidle over that you you didn't know who they were and stuff an envelope in front of you and in that envelope was your runner-up certificate or your <laughs> finalist certificate yeah. and, you felt, and all your table felt sorry for you and then you felt completely flat and I thought, how can I do something that is totally different so every person feels valued? So I created a an application form, which does ask a number of questions. But it, what I say is it's snapshot in time and it enables you to look back at what you've achieved, look at where you are now and set out your goals and aspirations for the future. And mm-hmm. if anything, you've got a measure at a point in time and if you enter the following year, you can look back and see how far you've come. And yeah. a lot of people have done that. So I wanted to create value from the entry process. The other thing I wanted to do was I wanted every woman who attended the event, whether they were a finalist or just an entrant, to have their moment on stage and to have their photo taken and to have their marketing collateral. And that's something else I achieved. And then... an army of judges I had 16 judges four panels last year because I'd been a judge in awards and sometimes you get sent things you do it online that's it you never meet the people Mm. so my judging was always an in-person event with Mm. a big networking room and tea and coffee on tap and people attend for the day they turn up for their interview in the morning and they stay the day to get the networking with the other finalists so I created a whole event out of that as well So I tried to make them very, very different, very unique. People have copied the style now and it's everywhere, uh, which is why I'm tweaking mine and creating something new. Brilliant. 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 Yeah. And from a judging perspective, the judges are briefed, but I've chosen as my judges people who have experienced business and a lot of people who'd sat in the hot seat Mm. being awards or won a woman who achieves awards previously. Mm. I know from judging awards, you know, you're looking for the story. You're looking for the journey. You Mm -hmm. want to know how the person got from where they were to where they are now, Mm -hmm. because there's no job for life now. People change careers like they change their underwear. People do change. And you want to know how somebody's arrived. There's a lot of women in business who are self-employed now. But what Mm -hmm. led them to that point? Was it, you know, a corporate career? Was it you know time off with children was it some major event in their life that have made them change direction was it a redundancy we've had women enter that have been made redundant three times I mean how must they feel you know feeling of of almost rejection three times from companies and yet they've themselves up and got out there and launched a business and we judges want to know why that's happened so when I'm judging uh, for awards you only judge what's in front of you and that, that's probably my biggest tip for your audience is don't assume the judges will go and research your website, research your brochures, mm-hmm. research. They won't. They won't have time. Yeah. Look at what's in the application only more often yeah. than not. 
Yes. And yeah. Unless you're honest and transparent and put everything across, the judges won't know that. Yeah. They're not yeah. yeah. I get that. I've I've been over the years judged people development awards in the construction industry. And great, you know, they fill out the form, they get the word count right, but then there's no evidence with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, well, should I believe it? You know, all that kind of thing. So so, yeah, make sure that you put the evidence in your application. And if there's an opportunity to upload evidence, so in my oh, walk, yeah. I gave the people the opportunity to record a one-minute video. Yes. And, you know, people did, but a lot didn't. Upload some testimonials. Not many did, you know. Right. Up, upload some pictures or something that evidences your products or what you yeah. do. A lot of people, yeah. people make typos on awards as well. I always say lift your award off onto a Word document, type it out there, and then lift it back in. Mm. But you would be surprised at how many people even get their own email address wrong. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's how the awards organisers are going to communicate with you. You yeah. know, so it's it's about getting another pair of eyes. And there's nothing to stop you with awards, getting a professional awards writer to write your entry. Mm. Yes. And, you know, That's there are awards yeah. writers out there. They're experienced in this. They know what questions to mm. ask get the information and you know you might only have to do that once and then you've got a template for future Mm. awards so there's lots of different things there but as a judge constantly you're looking for somebody who stands out somebody who makes you go wow Mm. story the judges won't know it so it's about being honest with your financials as well Mm -hmm. to see we're growing year on year or <laughs> yes we've grown our business by 10 percent. 10 percent of what mm-hmm. you, you might have a high turnover but you might not have a good profit ratio why is that if you've you know you've got had a dip explain it you know all those mm. judges want to see it, it's a variety but yes i mean my award my ultimate award was one you couldn't apply for yourself and mm-hmm. you don't know who's nominated you for I did eventually find out, but uh, and the one I thought was a scam. <laughs> Go on, tell us the story. I got a phone call one day driving back from Sheffield. I was in the car and it was a withheld number. I thought it was my mother. So I ignored it, but my car at the time answered automatically on three rings. It was a hands-free thing that it had. And it was very plum voice. He said, is that Sandra Garlic? And I said, yes. He said, it's the cabinet office. And I th- immediately thought, what have I done? <laughs> And then I thought, this is a scam. And yeah. said, You've been nominated for an MBE. And I said, really? And I, I was really quite offish. And I said, oh, okay. I said, can you email it to me? And he went, what's your, no, he said, what's your email? I said, oh, are you going to email it to me? He said, yes. And I thought, this is definitely a scam. Gave him my email, nothing. I pulled over, nothing popped into my inbox. So I drove home and I thought I had been checking my posts because I was caring for my dad at the time who got a terminal illness. So I went home and picked up my post. There was a big pile of it, found this big, thick envelope from the cabinet office. And I was three weeks too late. To You have to accept the nomination. Oh. And you get a deadline. So I filled in the form, emailed it back and heard nothing. And this was about November time. Oh. And they announced the awards for the new year or just before the new year. You can't tell anybody. It's confidential. So I couldn't ask anybody, didn't know who, I asked who's nominated me, wouldn't tell me. So there was nothing I could do. And it, I was going to bed, I think it was about two or three days before New Year. 
and my Facebook just exploded and went crazy. Everybody saying, congratulations, congratulations. I was like, what's happened? And somebody sent me a link and I've been awarded an MBE in the, the New Year's Honours 2020. Yeah. Fantastic. So it was that just... Must, that must have been really scary, like having a winning lottery ticket and losing it. You know, it when, felt when... like that. And I couldn't, because I couldn't tell anybody. And my dad being terminally ill, I so wanted to tell him. But then I thought, if I don't get it because I've missed the deadline and I tell him, he's going to be disappointed. So I decided not to. And I, because I was staying at the house, it was about half past 10 at night. And my parents always went to sleep really early. But I went and knocked on the door. I said, can I wake you up? I've got some news. And they went, what? what? And I said, I've been awarded an MBE. Oh, they were so proud. My dad was so proud. But yes, it, it was a, the award you can't apply for, basically. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, lovely story. And it was for my services to women in business, which was perfect. Fantastic, yeah. Oh, that's that's lovely, that is. So, amazing. Award winner, judge, events of awards. I, I'm, I know that you've got something coming up that you're not telling us. So... I, I am modifying, I'm modifying my awards. They are going to be slightly different uh, next year. Something a little bit new, unique, something a little bit different. I like to keep on my toes. I like, like mm. to keep on their toes I like to make it make my awards are an experience I want people yes. to see it as part of a journey mm. rather than you know I don't like the awards where you just turn up on the day and that's it it's all forgotten I say you know if you win a woman who award it's a, it's a whole calendar year of celebration recognition and visibility because that's what I'm all about I want to help women gain that extra visibility and an award a bit of bling even if you're a finalist, you can maximise it with the logos and celebrations. Yeah. 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 So with Women Who then, what is it that you want them to gain from being a member of Women Who? I think it's about, I mean, people can engage with Women Who and not be a member. I've got a free community on Facebook and my online events, monthly online events, they're free to attend as well. Okay. So there is a free element to it. And I say start your woman who journey, but the academy itself and, and the membership, I want people to almost evolve over time. And I've got ladies who came and I do a lot of public speaker training. I do op create opportunities for them to speak at events, create opportunities for them to practice a keynote and then refine it. Mm -hmm. I create opportunities for them to write their story and share it in the books. I create the opportunities for them to feature on the podcast. So it's all about visibility. Mm -hmm. What I want them to do is I want people to feel if they're just that bit nervous or don't know where to start, take them on a journey. And I've got ladies who literally were so shy, quietly spoken, sat there, didn't say anything, who are now standing on stages, delivering keynotes, and being very, very confident, doing media interviews. I've seen some of them on TV, you know, oh, in programs. So, you know, it's lovely. And I, it's all, I feel like a proud mum sometimes when yeah. I say, wow, what a transformation to go from that, that, that meek, quiet person, quietly spoken, to somebody who's got an opinion, who's expressing their opinion, or they're educating, or they're, they're simply mm. inspiring. Mm. Mm. Amazing. Thank you. That, that has been, I, I feel all kind of fired up and in, inspired now. <laughs> and I've got to go and make the dinner. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you ever so much, Sandra. That has been really useful. And you've already kind of talked about top tips and, you know, things to look out for when you are applying for awards. So thank you very much for that. I shall post that. Hope you uh, enjoy the podcast. I hope that you're very proud of what you've achieved as well, because it, it is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I enjoy doing it. And I think you've always, if you're passionate about something, I think mm. you, you, know, you, you can spread that passion and that enthusiasm yeah. to others. And, you know, I like to lift people up. I'm a very, you know, I see the, the negative, out of every negative, I find a positive. And that's what I like to do with people, you know, if they're not having a great time, and we do have downs as well as ups. But if somebody's not having a great time, you know, I help them find the positive from that mm. experience. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks ever so much. Oh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. And thanks to the listeners. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. Let me know if you've enjoyed it and what points you found really uh, interesting. And uh, look forward to speaking to you again soon. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.